With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Okay, welcome to the That's Good Sports Podcast. I'm Brandon Perna here with Will Keys. How are you, Will, besides just getting a parking ticket? Uh, besides from that, man, everything is going swimmingly. Everything... If you took that out of the equation. Yeah. Uh, outside oh. of Will's parking ticket, nothing, nothing fucked up seems to happen on a daily basis in this perfect world in which we live. Yeah, I mean, I, I made a rule to myself that I would never podcast angry, and Ooh. I think I'm about to break it. Will is going to bed angry, and it is we going go. to be bad. Here we uh, go. I'm about to take my wrath out on all of you. Yeah, there's surprisingly quite a bit happening for July, what, 9th or 10th, whatever the hell today is. Uh, I mean, we have the, the Mahomes contract we can talk about. Justin Simmons should be getting a contract soon. Uh, it's supposed to happen by next week, I read somewhere. The NFL's trying to figure out how to play games uh, amongst uh, an ongoing pandemic. And uh, one of the things they've decided very important to do is uh, ban jersey swaps after games. Deshaun Jackson said, posted some anti-Semitic shit on Instagram this week. Quoted Hitler, yes. Just, uh, yeah, our fake quoted Hitler. Um, I don't... Thought he was quoting Hitler, wasn't he? thought he was quoting Hitler. Quoting Hitler was quoting Louis Farrakhan. Well, yeah, you know, if it turns out that it's not actually a Hitler quote, then you're off the hook. Yeah, you're off the hook. We've got a game set up for that, too. Uh, And then uh, Raheem Mostert uh, requested a trade from away from San Francisco for some reason. So... A lot to kind of go through here. Oh, yeah. T- <laughs> this was great. The TB12 accepting – let's just start with this. Uh-huh. TB12 accepting uh, $1 million in the PPP, Paycheck Protection Program, uh, you know, which right. helps protect small businesses so they can pay their employees and, and bills and things. And Tom Brady's company – uh, got a million dollars for that because his combined net worth of close to a half a billion, you know, no way he could pay any of that out of pocket to save that company. No, and why would he? Uh, just a, a good mom and pop shop like TB12. Yeah. Who, uh, you know, not only are they, um, you know, the small business that, you know, the, the American dream is built on, but they're also extremely ethical. Yeah. So I, I can't think of uh, – I was trying to rack my brain for, for businesses or, or whatever or even just people that deserve this $1 million more, and uh, nothing comes to mind. No. You know, I was thinking the coffee shop around the corner for me uh, just closed permanently. Um, yep. But, you know, if, if TB12 gets to pop an extra uh, million in the, in the old checking account, then, yeah, who might argue? 
Yeah, you know, he's got better lawyers. He's got better accountants. They probably filed that shit super early. We're at the top of the list, got their money. And thank God TB12 uh, will continue its reign of health terror uh, across the world. There's some great products there. I I, I think I could could get Deshaun Jackson to purchase some uh, really – uh elixirs for to extend his you know his football career if he's interested yeah i mean if if deshaun jackson is is just like merely ignorant and not a raging anti-semite then i think there's a lot of things we could trick him into doing or saying or buying yeah yeah (laughs) i i I totally agree it's uh oh it's just you're you're right about like going down a, a wormhole when you try to dis- decipher the Deshaun Jackson thing and the, uh, who is a uh, Steven Jackson defending him? Um, Shannon Sharp. Um, I, I wouldn't say Shannon Sharp was openly defending him or agreeing, but um, well, let's just say that he um, mentioned the time that he met with uh, Louis Farrakhan, who is the, um, I'm not sure if he's, from the nation of Islam or if he's a black Israelite or what he claims to be. Um, the important thing is that he hates Jewish people. Uh, but him and Shannon Sharp met a while ago and Shannon Sharp said on first take to skip Bayless that, uh, Louis Farrakhan told him personally that he was not an anti-Semite. So I do have some, uh, I pulled some, some quotes from his Wikipedia from Louis Farrakhan's Wikipedia though. Um, just because, um, you know, he said he's not an anti-Semite, but I also, you know, there's a few things he said that um, might lead you to believe that uh, he might have he might have been fibbing there. He might not have been telling the truth. Would, yeah, would you it, like to hear it? Yes, I would. I, I would say since he's been labeled as anti-Semitic by the Anti-Defamation League, um, that his word might not be uh, so trust, yeah. trustworthy, but uh, what, what are his quotes that are totally not uh, anti-Semitic? Okay. Uh, here's a good one. Here the Jews don't like Farrakhan, and so they call me Hitler. Well, that's a good name. Hitler was a very great man. He wasn't great for me as a black man, but he was a great German, and he rose Germany up Jesus from the ashes Christ. of her by the united force of all of of Europe and America after the First World War. Wow. Yeah. yeah. All right. I, I don't even need to hear any more quotes, Will, because uh, that's uh, fucked up enough where I don't even want to go down down that, that path. Was, that's the first quote. When you Google Louis Farrakhan, Google pops up quotes on the right side of the page. And the, Jesus first, Christ. the first one was, Hitler was a very great man. Yeah, but that's but that's not what I meant. Like, I didn't mean that. Just great in stature, you know. Well, I mean, if that one was going to get misinterpreted, and I know, like, you know, you get the point with the first one, but it, you know, if you want to make excuses and say that was taken out of context somehow, you can just go to the second quote where he said, "And don't you forget, when it's God who puts you in the ovens, it's forever." Oh my God! So these are the people. Basically, this is the guy that Deshaun Jackson quoted. That's who he uh, actually quoted, or yes, I believe, yeah. Um whose book he quoted and Shannon Sharp uh, is pals with. Yeah. You know what sucks about likes. uh, Yeah. What sucks about Shannon Sharp there is 
usually when he talks about these things, he's pretty poignant and it seems like he does, you know, some research to back up what he's saying. Like when you listen to him talk about things that are, you know, I guess outside of sports talk in that it's about like a, a bigger issue. And I'm not saying he's perfect all the time, but a, a lot of times I'm, I'm listening to Shannon Sharp and I'm like, he's bringing up some good points. Sounds yeah. like there's some information that he has taken the time to, to read about that's helped educate me maybe on a matter. And it just seems like for this, uh, didn't want to do that research or because he met fucking this guy once, like, I don't know. It's just kind of, it's kind of sad. It's, it's, uh, I just wish, I just wish players would stop saying stupid shit. Yeah. I mean, well, the disturbing part for me though, is that so Shannon Sharp, you know, we we're talking about how, uh, he usually says the right thing. Um, even, you know, we thought he was probably, uh, probably a little too heavy handed after the, the whole breeze. Oh yeah. He went hard on breeze. <laughs> Saying basically, like you might as well retire because you're not going to get the respect of your yeah. locker room back. Uh, well, looking back now and and putting that in the context of uh, the whole Deshaun Jackson Lewis Farrakhan situation, uh, that might have been most of the hip, the most hypocritical shit I've heard uh, from a sports media, yeah, um, anyone uh, in the last few months. And the the problem now is. Um, you know, a ton of people came out to condemn Breeze, and I'm not saying that they shouldn't have because uh, we still – I mean, it, it doesn't change what Breeze said. Uh, he was, you know, misinformed, uh, couldn't have had worse time than what he said, and just completely misunderstood the movement um, and was, you know, disrespectful in what he said. I think we've, we don't need to go back and um, relitigate that whole thing. Right. But uh, the fact that so many players came out to condemn Breeze and are now remaining silent, which of course one of the whole uh, you know one of the whole mantras uh, over the last couple of months was that silence is violence. Uh, now no one's coming out. Very few people, I will say. I think um, Cam Hayward made uh, a specific comment to it. Damon Harrison uh, said something at least tangential, but you know good enough. And then um, I think Ryan Clark, who's not a current player, but a former player yeah, on ESPN. The people saying the most are people who get paid to talk about this shit. Like yeah. uh, Max Kellerman talked about it. Sam Ocho uh, talked about it, but current players, it's, uh, it's and because like what Deshaun Jackson posted is in my opinion, <laughs> more fucked up than what Bree said like, by a factor of a hundred like it's, they're, they're not even two comparable like mistakes you make you know what i mean like it's <laughs> when i was trying to write about it like you you can go when you're looking at the, the deshaun jackson thing you can look at it in two ways one you can make fun of how incredibly stupid he is and there's a lot of ammo there. Or you're going to try to address the, the seriousness of the situation. And it's like, if your brain doesn't fire off a warning when you see a quote attributed to Hitler, like, 
if that's one of the most ignorant and stupid <laughs> things, yeah. thoughts or actions you can do and and i you know the 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 backlash jackson's getting for it is, is all deserved and i think that's the problem guys, is he's not getting enough yeah maybe or he's not getting I mean, it from the right places right and you know what's even crazier about this is uh where is it let me look up the eagles um let's see here Oh, yeah, Eagles owner Jeffrey Lurie's documentary company, yeah. Play Action, uh, just announced the completion of its inaugural project that has been in the work for three years. This is from Adam Schefter. Uh, the project is called The Meaning of Hitler. Um, Lurie was an executive producer on it, and it's about uh, our culture's fascination with Hitler and Nazism set against the backdrop of the current rise of white supremacy, the normalization of anti-Semitism, uh, and the weaponization of history itself that was filmed in nine countries over three years. They announced the completion of that project to today. Like, the fact that Deshaun Jackson's an eagle, and he's still an eagle, and this is the, the project they've been working on, and maybe, like, they understand that Deshaun Jackson is stupid and just didn't understand what he was actually like. He, he, he literally didn't really understand what he was saying. I don't uh, understand how I don't know. Uh, an adult in his thirties. No. And like, I, I agree. Uh, and I think like when the name Hitler is involved. Right. And I think that's what Sam Ocho said. He said, uh, I forget what show he's on something on ESPN. Right. Was said, it, was it Sam or Emmanuel Ocho? Uh, I thought it was Sam Ocho. Let me look. Anyway, go ahead. I'll try to figure it out. Let me look. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Emmanuel Ocho. There you go. My bad. Not prepared. So, Emmanuel Ocho <laughs> said on uh, Speak for Yourself, ignorance is no longer acceptable in any any shape or any form of any kind, ignorance is no longer an excuse. Ignorance may be an explanation, but ignorance is not an excuse. When I think about Deshaun Jackson and what Deshaun Jackson did, you're too grown and you're too old and you should be too educated to make these types of offensive mistakes. Again, you should be too educated to make these types of mistakes. And I, I think that's kind of it, that's pretty accurate in the way. Yeah, I mean, this this is Deshaun Jackson, a, a guy who uh, went to college at Berkeley, who were like making excuses for for not being uh, right. educated. And I think the the unfortunate thing too with just the the Eagles there is like the Riley Cooper situations being brought up right as a a, a precedent. And like my thoughts are just because you set a shitty precedent earlier yes. doesn't mean you should continue following through with that. Like, well, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't cut Riley Cooper when he said super offensive shit that we had on tape. So based on that, we won't do the same moving forward ever. Yeah. Again. That's okay. Um, yeah, no, it's, you can go back and acknowledge like, yeah, they probably weren't uh, serious enough, but I remember, guys. I remember when that happened. That was seven years ago. And you're gonna say I was seven years old. I was like, "Fuck!" I was seven years old when that happened. I'm now fourteen. Yeah, seven years uh, ago. And the response was like, you know, not a hundred percent 
by any means because we have to remember seven times seven years ago uh culturally feels like a hundred years ago now um but even the eagles locker room was split like michael vick kind of came to his defense and tried to kind of rally guys together i think LaShawn mccoy wanted him gone uh and you can kind of like you know you can understand both sides of that. You like can if, understand why Mike Vick would want somebody to get a second yeah. chance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, because like Michael like, Vick was given a second been chance. Through it. It's and now there's like a you know there's this is completely separate issue, but like now there's like backlash to the idea that Michael Vick should have gone to jail at all uh, for <laughs> when he did. Wow. But I, I, okay. I can't even like start to no, it's not dive into that anyway um i think it's fair to go back and say um you know at the time the eagles were probably a little too light in their punishment now there's no question that he would be off the team yeah um but that really like other than um you know they were teammates at the time the the two these two things don't really have any sort of correlation yeah, no, they they don't. I mean, I uh, unless you want to play like the whataboutism game, because no, I don't. That seems like I think, a lot of people are using that, and it's just like it's okay. Well, these are two separate incidents, um, and to say you know, one they didn't go hard enough. Fine, I'll you know accept that. But if you don't think they went hard enough, then they should probably change their philosophy now, right? Yeah. Or you I would know, think, it's still not a big deal. I would think, um, you know, what 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 I want to say, I guess, is that because I think you and I are on the same page that you know, people make mistakes all the time. People fuck up all the time. We're not we're not super into this whole fucking cancel culture thing where every time you do or say something wrong or something you said like 10 years ago, maybe that was shitty or fucked up gets brought to light and that everything you're, you're trying to do professionally should, you know, come to an end. And I don't even know how many things actually come to an end as much as like people just have to endure the wrath of criticism yeah. for 24 hours on fucking social media. But like, uh, I want to applaud someone I never applaud, and that is Julian Edelman, who posted like a decent video talking to Deshaun uh, and talked about like, because Edelman's Jewish, and he talked about being called, uh, you know, a slur on the football field in 2011. Um, and I looked up, like, I was like, is that, was he already in the NFL at that time? Was an NFL player using a Jewish yeah, derogatory term? And it was, it was 2000. So like that was kind of enlightening thinking like some guys are out there saying shit like that. Um, but you know, his point was like, we should give, you know, guys a chance to grow and learn. And he, he invited Deshaun Jackson to go to the Holocaust museum with him. And he would go, uh, with Deshaun Jackson to, um, they didn't play the Eagles that year, did they? In 2011. No. No, yeah. <laughs> Was it Riley Cooper? Is that <laughs> it, Julian? Uh, could have been Riley. Could have been Deshaun. <laughs> Who knows? Who the fuck knows? Um, Chip Kelly himself. Oh, yeah. So he invited uh, Deshaun Jackson to go to the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C. with him. 
Right. And then he would go with Deshaun to um, the African-American History and Culture Museum. And then they could get a beer after and talk uh, and have uncomfortable conversations. Um, whether that will actually happen or not, you know, who the fuck knows. But I think, like, it's it's more about, like, the point of yeah trying to reach out and understand oh, other people strange. that you've, you know, respected or whatever. But... Uh, Anyway, like, I guess that's the, the right way to approach it. It's just like, every week it seems like we're trying to tackle some other sort of fucking giant issue. And I'm not saying like, these aren't, in, these you know, these are important things to address. It's just out of my sort of fucking wheelhouse to discuss yeah, it's, in terms it's of not, a, it's, a dick joke show about football when <laughs> this is like the, the biggest thing that's sort of happening in football and the other thing i don't want to talk about is the mahomes contract you know what i mean no. like no no loves it seems like um you know the networks love either like this mahomes massive contract talk or they they love to get into social justice although they're um most of the networks have been a little, little quiet, a little too quiet about this one for my comfort. Um, but yeah, no, it's been a bad week. Um, I mean, I don't care about like the Mahomes contract is. No, that's. I'm not upset that he got paid. We knew he was going to get paid. That's the funny money. thing. I think there were actually people who believed there was maybe a chance he wouldn't resign with the Chiefs. Like you let uh, the contract go out and go somewhere else. Like some other team was going to get Mahomes. Yeah. Um, not ha- not happening. You're on a D- Deshaun Jackson level of ignorance, if that's uh, – <laughs> if you ever thought that was going to oh, happen. Oh, now he's going to be there forever. I thought there was a chance he would go to the Lions. After rethink- everything I thought about Adolf Hitler before, I'm going to have to rethink it. After this, this – <laughs> And also Patrick Mahomes is staying with the Chiefs. <laughs> what a weird week of sports news. So I think um, the one thing I wanted to bring up about this is that I saw certain people on Twitter kind of saying like, okay, you know, obviously it seems like a lot of money now, uh, but eventually like in five years, it's going to be a huge, huge bargain uh, because they assume like what he makes uh, uh, annually on average for the first five years is going to be the same as what he makes uh, over the last five years of this contract. Should he get there? Right. And, what I think you have to remember is they will restructure because at no point will Patrick Mahomes be underpaid. They, you know, quarterbacks do this all the time. Like they can sign a long term contract and it's kind of about, you know, just like security and not having that like ticking time bomb of having to negotiate again and just kind of putting that off. And it's kind of like a symbolic gesture being like, you're a guy, we want you here as long as you're even playing football. Right. But uh, he's not going to be paid, you know, in like five years, 45 million will be like a, a fair, you know, a, unless something disastrous happens in terms of revenue, which is possible uh, given, you know, the circumstances of the upcoming given season. fucking virus. Yeah. You don't know. Right. Uh, but let's say everything goes according to plan and they're, you know, they're growing at a similar rate as they have been. Um, $45 million will be a bargain for Patrick Mahomes five years from now because, like, you know, Joe Burrow will be making whatever, like, 55 by the time that um, he's up for a contract maybe. 
that doesn't mean that he's just going to like stick. He's going to be making 45 million the last 10 years of this car or the last five years, because they're going to come to a new deal. They're going to pay him what he's worth. And he's still going to be eating up uh, a similar chunk of the salary cap, unless he himself like wants to make, uh, you know, a sacrifice, which he might do. Yeah. I mean, he kind of said like for him, winning is more important than the money, which is something I would probably say if I had just signed a $500 million contract. (laughs) But uh, yeah, it's like if he wants to be like the highest paid or a top three paid quarterback, say seven years from now, the numbers don't pan out. Like the chiefs are going to work with him to make that happen. They're not going to be like, ooh, yeah. we can't find an extra $6 million a year for you right now. So uh, you can go try your luck somewhere else. Unless he sucks yeah, by then. You know. They uh, might be a little cash-strapped having to, having to bail Tyree Kill out of jail every few months. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and it's like there's two years – in 2027, his cap hit is $60 million, basically. The final year, it's $52 million. Um, so yeah, some of the cap hits later are, they seem big now, like who the, who the hell knows by that point. Um, but the one thing that's true is it gives the chiefs flexibility for the first two to three years of this contract really to continue to tool and, and pay people on their roster. So there's a big window there for them to, you know, maybe extend or re-extend guys like uh, uh, Travis Kelsey. Um, If Tyron Matthew, like if he keeps playing well, uh, if if they can figure out how to pay Chris Jones, they might have a little more flexibility. Not this year. Their cap is done, but like the next two years. Uh, And Sammy Watkins is – he's the one who said he's – he took a pay cut and he's like, I just want to win. Like my family's fine. We're taken care of. We have enough money. I want to play here and be a winner. So if you get more people to do that, which you can do if you continue to win football games the way the Patriots were able to do, uh, it's probably going to be a pretty fair deal for a long time for Mahomes and the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be the bright – that's going to be the silver lining if uh, the season ends up being canceled because, you know, the Chiefs are – like they're as set – as set up to, to repeat, repeat as anyone has ever yeah. been. I mean, they endured like the one of the biggest hurdles you can last season in Mahomes' uh, knee dislocating. Uh, they win, you know, a couple games without him, and he bounces yeah. back from it pretty quickly. So, you know, assuming he's healthy this year for the full season, then, yeah, they have a, a great chance to repeat. I will say, uh, you know, the the Ravens can give them a run for their money. Uh, who the fuck knows with the Patriots now with Cam Newton? They might be uh, close to as competitive. They should be more competitive if they get to the the playoffs. Drew Locke, if uh, you know the Broncos come up, that uh, division game maybe not not guaranteed anymore. Kansas City. It would be it would be nice to win one. God, it's been so long against them. It sucks. Yes. Uh, uh, one last thing to hate about, to actually hate about uh, Patrick Mahomes and, and sure. the Chiefs. Coors Light, new sponsor for Patrick Mahomes. So in one week, you have the Denver Post calling, Denver Post Sports calling Tom Brady the greatest quarterback of all time. 
home city of John L.A. and Peyton Manning, second home city of Peyton Manning, and you say that shit, and then you have Coors Light, Coors, the Colorado Beer Company, sponsoring your the rival quarterback. Uh, I, I listened to a podcast about the the Coors family, the dollop, and uh, I I no longer no longer a fan of Coors. I never really was a fan of Coors, but uh, that that was one fucked up family. Uh, it's not a top shelf beer. It's, no, uh, no, not never yeah, a top shelf beer. But the Coors Light will hit the hit the spot. Um. You know, if you want to keep things a little light, if it's in the middle of the day, it's kind of hot out there. Sure, but, you know, I'm not yeah. going my way for it, just especially go, now. Just going to go to Bud Light now. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, uh, I mean, Peyton Manning's uh, uh, official sponsor, Budweiser. Damn right. So, you, you got to make damn the right. choice. Nothing the more American than the German Budweiser. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> who owns Budweiser yeah. what's, what's that what's the company that owns them InBev or uh, some shit I don't know but now that you think about that I'm I'm kind of wary of like throwing that much support behind a German given oh. what happened to Deshaun Jackson recently right. InBev yeah. is the company let's see a merger between Belgium based company Interbrew and Brazilian brewery AmBev until the acquisition of Anheuser, Jesus, yeah, it's like a those beer, those giant beer companies, crazy, very ancestral. Um, okay, Justin Simmons, should he yes. be the top paid safety with his new contract? I think ten years, five hundred four million yep. is the only contract I'll accept. That's how I know people are stupid because I tweeted, "Just give him the Mahomes deal." Most people get it that it's a joke. And other yes. people are like, for a safety? <laughs> oh. I also tweeted it was something about uh, Pence ignoring the, the medical advice of the CDC. Yeah. I said something like, I said, why come we hate science so many? And uh, some smart people out there was like, oh, uh, maybe you should work on your, your English first there. Oh man, dude, it's 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 tough. The <laughs> That's the thing. Like you get the internet's a, a a dangerous place because it provides so much entertainment. You can literally like that's why um, people had to invent the like the the backslash or like forward slash s whatever the sarcasm tag, which kind of it just entirely defeats the purpose of like any humor. Yeah. Uh, involved with being sarcastic if you're you're like being like oh i'm being sarcastic by the way but uh but like i guess you need it because some people just really can't like get even like the most no you know, blatant form of irony but, people refuse to see humor if they think it, it it threatens their fucking uh their political stance yes. in life it's so weird yeah it's, it's like so no weird. i'm actually i'm actually agreeing with you yeah, <laughs> or I, I'm disagreeing with you, but I'm not making like a, a giant statement here about about this. Yeah. It's like the joke is we're all kind of dumb today. Yeah, the, the joke is also I'm just trying to make a joke. Yeah, the, the joke is the joke. It's tough. It's tough these days. It's very tough. Here's um, what I think. Justin Simmons deserves to be uh, the top yes. safety. That usually it 
based on timing and based on the way he's played. If the Broncos get him to do a deal that makes him say like top three or five, where they save a little money, then it will be an excellent deal. But I think uh, they're going to sign him. He's going to get a, a long-term deal and he should be a part of that defense for, for quite some time. Uh, he's one of those players who it, it's hard to, you don't want to overpay or overvalue a safety, but a guy like Simmons can do so much for you on the defensive side of the ball. And we saw like the difference yeah. of him just being used correctly with Vic Fangio versus, you know, the last two years with Woods and Vance Joseph. Um, that uh, I, I think like if he gets a shit ton of money, I'm going to feel great about it because you don't have to pay Drew Locke for a few years anyway. So this now's the time like you pay yeah, that these guys. <clears throat> and, you know, it's like anybody complaining that Von Miller's maybe making too much money now based on his productions, like, well, who the fuck cares? <laughs> this is the time to be overpaying him because right. you can. And that's Not the paying. luxury you have for a couple years if you hit on a a good young quarterback and we think Drew Locke's that guy and we just need basically this season to see if we're right. Well, yeah, if you really want to find out, then you kind of have to go all in. Yeah. Um, to be Didn't sure they... that that's either the case or it's not the case. And they've, you know, definitely done that. So, you know, know if it's... you're going to be paying him second-round pick money for the next three years, then, that's you know. a sweet deal. You don't get to take that extra money with you, so. No. And the final question here is, okay, it's July 9th. Yes. Training camp is supposed to start July 28th. Yes. Maybe two preseason games in August. Maybe not. Robert Griffin III said no preseason games are happening. Uh, <laughs> so uh, he doesn't – I don't think he says too many things. So maybe we'll, we'll listen to that. But the NFL and the NFLPA are working on their protocols to make a season happen. I think we will get football. Uh, but in their <laughs> – and then the one thing they haven't like uh, elaborated on yet or, or agreed upon yet is the testing protocols, which is, you know, the most important part. Uh, the players and the players union want to be tested every day. The NFL doesn't know if they can do that. Um, so they're still working out that part of it. I think that's going to be the key thing on whether or not they can do this successfully. Uh, but they have officially <laughs> – they banned jersey swaps at the end of games. Yes. No media allowed in the locker room. That makes sense. Uh, the jersey swapping makes sense in that, like, hey, don't give another guy your sweaty jersey. Uh, but also doesn't make any sense because you have just been playing football. You are, against... like, you're giving him your sweaty jersey for 60 minutes, really. Yeah, you're, you got all the sweat, all the air has already been mixed and spit and bled upon each other. So it's, it's the most unnecessary safety protocol. I, I mean, and get, unless, like, you're both – defensive players and you were away from each other the whole game and somehow the the air particles with your your covid never met and then the jersey gave it to you yeah i mean maybe but, you're like you know you're uh swapping jerseys with the punter and the punter's just been yeah, like that's true no one's been near him actually say, yeah, kickers, and, kickers and punters should only not be allowed to jersey swap because they I think did, that's fair. 
I think they could safely socially distance themselves for an entire football game. Yeah, probably. During the punt, you're six feet away from anyone else. At least Uh, you're yards away. You can't – as long as – and they should be banned from tackling. Ooh, put a little extra heat in the the return game. The kicker has to leave the field for safety protocols. Like that. No, but it's for your own safety, Pat. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, the NFL, like, is – the NFL, like, it, just say, like, you don't like players swapping jerseys at the end of games. Yeah. Because they, like, they want to, like, keep this illusion that, like, rivals, like, actually hate each other like the fans do. Right. And, like, that's fine. Like, if that's the image you want to put out, like, I, I'm totally with you. Um, but, but, like, clearly, like, you're taking this opportunity to ban something that you're already finding players for because – when there's like a public jersey swap and like a picture gets taken and gets posted somewhere, I think it's like a five hundred dollar fine for oh, uh, really? players. Yeah, that's what I was reading about. And so so clearly, like you're you're against it altogether. Now, like it's really you know it's even more uh, you know illegal given that um, yeah <laughs> you know uh, running into each other for uh, three hours yeah. is you know yeah it's an acceptable amount of risk but um post-game interactions that's you know that's what's going to do that's going to what's going to spread it the point of this is if like it's so what i can't wrap my mind around is if we're going to get a season to work uh it's not going to be because like you know players are, are six feet apart or we're banning things like this or making you know uh guys on the sideline wear masks it's going to work because um, people are being tested uh, frequently enough and are isolating that the virus never makes its way onto yeah. the field. If That's it's thrown in the field, it's done. It's already done. Yeah. You know, people are, are so close together. Uh, you know, they're sharing the same air. They're spitting. They're, you know, they're talking in the huddle. If it's within the field of play, you have to assume everyone's got it already or they're going to get it or they're going to spread it to their team. The point is that you have to make sure that no one that's sick even gets yeah. in the area, in the facility, in the parking lot. That's, that's the only thing that's going to save the season and, and let us play football. That's and where you mitigate the risk. And right. guess it, what? That's probably expensive. And the NFL yes. is already terrified about losing money. They're trying to get players to escrow 35% of their salaries so owners don't receive any hit of, of money. I was, trying to, I was trying to do the math with that yesterday, and I had to cut a whole section from my video because I realized I, I factored in uh, a revenue stream I thought was a cost stream for NFL teams. And... Uh, it's like, just just figure out how that? to do rapid testing for everyone. Yeah. Every day they have to come to the facility. And maybe that also means limiting uh, practices. And, like, you just want guys to, to, to play in games. Like, that's how you're going to – you're 100% right. It's – once it's into the, the, the scrum, it's going to spread. And – I just like yeah, what's I mean, next. You, you might as what well, it, yeah. Are you 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 not going to let guys pee on each other in the showers right. anymore? Like, when does this stop? Exactly. That's why I started like, playing football. 
that's what we that's yeah <laughs> that's where your, your love for the game uh came about yeah i mean if you're gonna let guys it's just totally logical like you're gonna let guys um you know smash into each other on the line of scrimmage um you might as well let them shake hands after the game <laughs> you know what's done is done unless like uh, unless like the nfl is working on some technology which i'm you know, I'm not sure they're not. They're probably working on some sort of, like, uh, technology where, you know, if you're on the field to play, you have to be wearing this, like, super air-wicked face mask that, like, both allows you to breathe, doesn't fog up your visor or whatever, doesn't block your vision, um, and also, <laughs> and also like, blocks your, your particles from spreading yeah. person to person or onto the ball or whatever. I have to assume that there's some, uh, you know, some, uh, you know, mad scientist working in the NFL's dungeon right now the air trying helmet. to cook up. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they might have NASA on it, given how much money is at stake. What if the air helmets were, like, really well designed? They're proven to be the 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 safest way, like – Oxygen is filtered. It comes in. It's not getting out with, you know, anything, but they're a little bit bigger. You know, there's got to be some mechanisms on them. And then yeah. week one, big hit helmet explodes, blows the guy's head off. Explodes like a uh, fiery kind of. Yeah. But it's only going to happen 0.2% of the time. But you can have football <laughs> a whole season. Well, what do I think you yeah, I mean, I think 0.2% of the time uh, is actually higher than the, the death rate from COVID itself. So. Oh, 0.02. I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> I already told you math is hard. Math is, is this hard. like the metaphor you're trying to make? Comparing, yeah, somewhere, uh, somewhere like that. Yeah. Okay. I was just going with a helmet explodes joke uh, and then uh, tried to. You could also, could also step on a landmine at any time. That is true. So a lot of things to worry about, but yeah, I think we're both in agreement that this is just like dumb optics and oh, yeah. they're getting rid of something they already didn't like. And even when things are back to normal, whenever that is, they're probably going to be like, yeah, still no Jersey swaps. <laughs> yeah. The NFL is full of dumb optics lately. Uh, the Jersey swap thing, like I they're also get... kind of forced to like do this kind of stuff too. Optically though. Yeah. That's the whole I, uh, point of it. Is it? <clears throat> right. I think like uh, like I get that sports were just watching the, the Jordan thing and seeing how much he hated everybody. You're like, man, that attitude is, is fun. It makes like yeah. rivalries more fun. Um, but the thing is like if, say, the NFL doesn't like jersey swaps because it makes players and everybody look too friendly, they also don't let p- players like get mad at each other publicly like – if a player were to yeah. go off during a press conference, he'd be fucking fine for that shit too. I don't know. I think what they should do is at the end of every game, don't show pictures of any players doing jersey swaps, but you find a drunk fan from each team and you put them on the middle of the field and you let them fight because that would probably also maybe reduce some fights that happen in the stands every week. How do we determine – uh, who gets which? Which two gladiators get to enter the arena? Uh, whoever blows the the highest blood alcohol level. 
I like it. How much I would you pay, be... like, if uh, if USC did an add-on where at the end of those games they make two drunk fans fight for an extra five the... bucks or ten bucks, and you, you I would watch yeah. that every single time. Put on the gladiator armor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, live, yeah, I'd, I'd probably go about twenty percent over. Yeah. Uh, or, ticket. or each each team has like a, a representative. Mm. that fights for them every week. And so you have Broncos Chiefs play. Broncos win the football game. They're 1-0 against the Chiefs. Broncos fan loses the fight to the Chief guy. Broncos fan 0-1. So you have two things you get to track as a fan every year. Your team I, yeah, and your, yeah. your gladiator. I think, too, if you're, if you're tied, like say the, the Broncos and Chiefs are both 10-6 and six at the end of the season. There you go. That's the tiebreaker. There it we is. Don't go for, we don't go to head-to-head. We don't go to, like, division record. No. We go the, the two drunk fans. That would be awesome. They can't have any formal fighting training, though. That's the no. thing. Like, that, no, makes no, no, it, no. that makes it too professional. <laughs> no, no, no. This is, uh, you, you know, we want the average fan getting out That's there right. after 10 uh, – 10 cores or Bud Lights or whichever yeah. ones uh, the NFL approves. If, and like, if a drunk fan runs onto the field, he has to fight at the end of the game. Yeah. No, yeah, he, he must. He must fight. <laughs> yeah. But, but he if he has, wins, no legal consequences. Yeah. I'll, yeah. <laughs> if he can make it 100 yards across the field without getting tackled, he wins. And he deserves yeah. uh, a trophy and not to be arrested. If he can run under a five-second 40 uh, nude in front of the whole stadium, then I think you're off the hook. I wonder if uh, with limited fan capacity, if we'll get anybody running onto the field. Seems like it might be easier because there's less uh, to navigate to get there. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. And like, oh, uh, you think the security guards are going to want to tackle this guy now? Uh Uh-uh. This guy wearing a mask? Contagion. Nope. Didn't think so. Yeah, I mean, I don't think – I still don't think they're going to be fans. Um, the Ravens and I think the Seahawks maybe – maybe it was the Seahawks who said they can opt out. Fans can opt out of their season tickets. Yeah, uh, the, Niners, the Ravens said, tons of teams are saying yeah. they can opt out. Uh, the Ravens said they were going to do 14,000 people at the stadium. In, like, yeah, at most. Even if yeah. – you know. Uh, and that's just like a um, like contingency sort of thing. I don't think anyone expects that um, they're going to be stadiums yeah. even slightly. To me, I think that you'd ha- it would all be based on like cost analysis, right? So yeah. let's say you can keep 14,000 people in a giant stadium separated enough where it is, say it's pretty damn safe. Like it's roughly the the risk of getting sick is like going to the grocery store, okay? So they're like, you can't do that. But then how much money are you going to make from those fans being there knowing that you have to – how much – like staff up the stadium, food and yeah. concession. Like, what do you do there? Wouldn't it be cheaper just to not sell any tickets and not pay any – but then you provide some Maybe. jobs for people who do work at the stadiums. Like if you can get some of those people, you know, there to work, maybe that's, you know, a, a positive uh, – 
Yeah, you'd have to – like, those those tickets would be really expensive tickets is what it comes down to. And there'd be probably a lot of people willing to pay, like, quite a bit extra. Based on the amount of money people dropped on fireworks, uh, I think I think they would be yeah. willing to get out of the house and go to football games uh, regardless of the – Would you uh, – if um, – if you weren't having a child at the start of the season and there, that was like out of the, you know, that what didn't enter uh, as a factor, would you go to a stadium that was like one sixth full to watch a game? Probably. So I can make a video about it. Yeah. Like selfishly speaking, like, if like would thought, you, would you feel safe doing that? I don't know if I'd feel safe, but I don't think I would be worried about my Everyone's immune. wearing a mask. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like I wouldn't, worry, I wouldn't be worried about my immune system or my wife's immune system. Um, but, yeah, her being pregnant has changed. We've been, you know, extra cautious. Like, yeah. We're not seeing family and friends on any sort of regular basis. We're, we're doing, like, all the shit you're supposed to do. And it's fine because we're both kind of reclusive anyway. We both work from home, but – if she wasn't pregnant and I thought that was an opportunity to make like maybe a interesting video about what going to a football game in this is like, I would probably consider doing it uh, unless I thought I could just make a better video from home on Sunday instead of leaving, which is why I don't go to any Broncos games ever. (laughs) Yeah. That's what it comes down to, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, I'm glad that, uh, you know, we, we tackled this podcast where we started where with the sad, disturbing news, we tried to navigate it. I don't know if we ever do it well, but then we got to a very uplifting fans yeah. fighting each other at the end of games to make football you're, better. Of course, you're referring to the sad, disturbing news about the Patrick Mahomes contract. Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The disgusting abhorrent news that Patrick Holmes is now going to have $503 million. Yeah. Not the, you know what? This Hitler quote makes some sense. I'm going to put that on my fucking Instagram story. Yeah. That's the thing. Like if, okay. I believe like I'm a good person. I have good intentions. I don't wish bad things for other people. Let's say, I, I don't know. I watched a documentary or a show about some fucking evil person in history and there was just like a, a, a like a snippet of something they said and I, in my head I thought that actually kind of makes sense yeah. yeah yeah there's no way I would ever go you know what that makes so much sense I need to tweet that shit out I need other people to know that I know that this guy said something it's like uh yeah which by the way this quote didn't make sense either no 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 the <laughs> quote wasn't good it's <laughs> not like he pulled like it okay so we're like i i was looking at hitler quotes too just because we're i think we we're gonna play we were gonna we were play, planning to play a game i think we probably ran out of time but um one of the quotes i found was uh, uh i think something that we can all agree on that you know hitler said um we can probably agree on it for different reasons, maybe a different reason than he said it. But the quote is no politician should ever let himself be photographed in a bathing suit. 
Hitler said that. Hitler said that. And I think I think I agree because I don't want to see most politicians in a bathing suit. I think Hitler said that out of like a you know kind of the same reason uh, you know Trump never wants to be seen uh, you know wearing without you know a tie on something like that. Not equating the two, uh, but I, I think it's more of like a you know prestige respect dignity kind of thing. I just don't want to see most politicians right. without a shirt on. I think that was like the the point we were going to make was maybe you could find some Hitler quotes yeah. that weren't super offensive. Still doesn't even mean you need to post a good Hitler quote. Like, no, 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 no. Uh, that, the, the bathing suit one, uh, nothing yeah. offensive about that. You know, a, a, a guy who's considered one of the most evil humans to have ever existed Probably from time to time said things that weren't evil. Like he's yes. got to have some normal conversations at some like point. Good, right? good morning. Yeah. I like, hope you're having a nice day. I'm sure he said uh, this coffee's delicious yeah. at some point in his maybe. Yeah, maybe not this, that joyfully, but this, this coffee is acceptable. Very nicely decorated. Yeah. Fuck it's it. I'm looking eagle. Well, I think the way we, the, the quotes you found are very, yeah. you know, ambiguous. We should, yeah. We should have uh, pitched it as Hitler quote or motivational sports quote. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, I can. Okay, uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, let me ask you though this one: Do not compare yourself to others. If you do so, you are insulting yourself. Hitler you quote or sports that? quote? That Hitler works. quote or sports? Who do I think said that? Yeah. I don't know. Is it Hitler? That was Hitler. <laughs> I've, but you could like also like attribute that to like John Wooden if you yeah. wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Um, it doesn't matter how many people vote, only who counts them. I mean, yeah, that could have been a Michael Jordan quote. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was, yeah, that, <laughs> that was Johnny Manziel talking about the Heisman Trophy. <laughs> no, that was Hitler. Or no, that was Stalin. Sorry, that was Stalin. Yeah. It's, uh, uh... And then uh, how about this one? To live in the past – is to die in the present. Uh, he thinks of that. I'm I'm guessing it was Hitler again. Nope, Bill Belichick. Oh, he <laughs> got me. I know you love that one. That that That's does right. sound like a Belichick quote. It is. It is. Yeah. No, it wasn't Belichick that said, "My spirit will rise from the grave." <laughs> And the world will see I was right. <laughs> yeah, that was not I feel like trick. That was Hitler. I feel like that should show up on old takes exposed. <laughs> yeah. I think I should tweet that to old takes exposed. Uh, it's like, um, yeah, like none of these are, like these, these aren't offensive because they don't yeah. blame an entire religion or race of people for a problem affecting another group of people. No, let's be clear. There are plenty of quotes that do that. Yeah. <laughs> However, there were plenty you could have just picked um, that people would have been like, well, weird to quote Hitler on anything, um, but at least it's, it's not um, a quote regarding the subjugation of uh, the Jewish people. Right. You know. So oh, many to boy. pick from, and he had to pick one of the bad ones. He had to pick 
<laughs> out of all the good Hitler quotes out, out there, he all, had to pick so one many. of the bad ones. Yeah. Oh, Deshaun. The bad apple out of all the oh, quotes. Deshaun. Come on. Well, Come on, Deshaun. That would be an interesting coffee table book. It's just good Hitler quotes. <laughs> and it's hit, the cover is Hitler photoshopped into a bathing suit. Oh, see? You're marketing yes. genius already. With the quote, no politician should ever let himself be photographed in a bathing suit directly right. with it. And then you have a blurb on the back from Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> After learning about Hitler, I realized he was a terrible person, but not all of his quotes were bad. Deshaun Jackson. (laughs) Don't let the person ruin all of the good things he said. Yeah. Don't let the (laughs) atrocities, the crimes against humanity that he committed ruin some of the things that he said that were okay. Yeah, I mean... uh, (laughs) Uh, if we if we're gonna judge him for his, <laughs> I don't know why we're going back and, and canceling Hitler for all of his bad quotes. <laughs> and there are so many good ones that we should be celebrating. If we cancel Hitler, has cancel culture gone too far? Yeah, let's get J.K. Rowling, Noam Chomsky to sign a letter uh, regarding the cancellation of Adolf Hitler. I mean, Hitler really canceled himself when you think about it. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So okay. maybe it's okay to cancel him if he thought it was. I'm anyway, done. I think we I think we managed that without um, you know anything that could get us ourselves canceled, canceled which is yeah. the real. That's all I, we worry about. Um, it's the never, real challenge. Never did I thought uh, you know there would be the NFL Hitler crossover episode. Nope. Most of the other things I I get and understand. This one, out of left field. It was tough. This one was, uh, yeah, not on the forecast, but uh, I I feel like we were certainly equipped to deal with it. And, um, you know, hopefully people uh, agreed with our takes. Yeah. And we'll receive a a favorable response like we did uh, the other time we responded to something vaguely racial. Yeah, we're Will and I are really the best at handling sensitive topics. That's what I've learned. Yeah, <laughs> so we figured out. We yep. That's the that's good sports podcast in a nutshell. Yeah.